Mommy, if I do my conga, well, girl, oh, your ma, oh, your ma, oh, your girl, then I'm oh, your ma. Until me, if I do my conga, well, girl, oh, your ma, oh, your ma, oh, your girl, on your and welcome to another episode of on the matter i'm your host obi chiapa and if this is your first time welcome on the matter is a safe space where people who are actively pursuing their goals their passions whatever it is can come together to be supported encouraged and motivated through it and with that i usually share tricks and tips that we could all learn and grow from in order to help us with our matters. I also do tend to feature people who are actively pursuing their own matters in hopes that that will encourage you and inspire you to pick up a matter of your own and pursue it. Today, however, is a very special episode of the podcast because it's Mother's Day here in America. And I realized that I never had an episode dedicated to my moms. Like, and I say moms with S, I will explain later. But without my moms, my mommy baby and my auntie, and I will tell you who they both are in a minute, like, there would be no on the matter. There would be no me. And when not even just in a literal sense, like if my mom was not in this world, I would not be in this world. But also just with their constant prayers, encouragement and everything, they tune in. They're my biggest supporters. I really wanted to dedicate an episode to them just to let them know how much I love, appreciate them. These women are like my heart beats and my soul and everything that is good in me is because of them so funny enough is that a few months ago i did a thanksgiving challenge and during the thanksgiving challenge one of the questions that were asked during that time is what are you most grateful for and in that time i actually put up this video and I, this photo and i'm actually going to send it over to uh george to link it in but i put up this post on my instagram stories and it reads my mommy baby left and my auntie writes the best women i know they are loving and resilient i know what selfless love is because i grew up seeing it i am close to my family because of them they are the originators of the daily siblings call they call each other every single day and would hang up with anyone else to answer my sister's call in a heartbeat they are the biggest otm fans no one talks about my podcast more than them they call me on the matter now <laughs> their prayers love mind reset carry me through life and i don't take any of it for granted their clap back game is also unmatched, so don't ever come for me and mine. <laughs> they have an insult for every idiot. So <laughs> I stated this, and when I posted it on my Instagram at the time, the reactions were crazy. People are like, yo, your mother is beautiful, your auntie's beautiful. They look like twins. 
like you should bring them on the podcast one of these days and to be honest i continue to pray for the opportunity to do so because the same way my sister chichi comes on and every time she comes on it's something epic it's the same way that anytime around my moms like when i say they pour into us with their history with the stories with their lives and it really has made me the most incredible version of myself and again yes because of that i wanted to just have an episode to appreciate them so i'm gonna talk about my mommy baby and then i'm gonna talk about my auntie my mommy aka mommy baby aka tata viru aka Uti, aka lady b the needles like my mother is the most beautiful person in this world in and out she is a fashionista like this outfit it's a jumpsuit she made it and she went to fit in the 80s but you know my mother is just a visionary she has an eye for fashion and that's just on her professional side and as a mother she gave birth to six kids this is between the 80s and like 1991 and six of us different personalities and different emotions every single person unique and when i tell you that every single one of us are so blessed because she found a way to make sure that everyone felt special like no one ever felt neglected in any way shape or form my mom is someone who prays she used to haul all of us and we would walk down to church if you wonder why me and my siblings any of us are like morning people my mom will like haul us up like she'd wake us up at like 4 30 and then we would walk to church because we didn't live so far from the bishop's chapel where they would say daily mass and we grew up watching my mom honor god when people ask me what am i the most grateful for when it comes to her i'm like not even just her presence, her being, but I see my mom lean into God in times when, as a human being, it would be justified if you weren't. And with that, I'm going to share this story, which, mommy, baby, I hope you don't mind me sharing. But um, years ago, I think this had to be maybe 1999 or early 2000. My family, we went to an event, and coming back from the event, we had to stop somewhere to drop someone off, and. In that junction where we had stopped off, we were robbed at gunpoint. Robbers came to the car and they told us to get out that they're stealing the car. My mom said, wait, that there are children in the car as long as all the children get out. So my mom calmly comes out the car and, you know, she just tells everyone, don't panic. Just get out the car, get out the car, get out the car. And we all get out the car. And once we get out, the robbers get into the car and like just speed, like just like zoom off and there was just panic like there was shock um we had a few of our family friends who were older i think my mom's cousins too were in the car and you know they started crying and my mom was calm and she just held us by the hand and walked straight to the bishop's chapel and the bishop at the time in Enugu had his compound and there was a chapel that was open to the public 24 7 and you know we went into this chapel and my mom just went in front of the altar and she prayed she told god that this car is a gift to her and was like you know find my car <laughs> like you know bring the car home and my mom just prayed at this point it started to hit and most of us were like crying and confused and she was just calm after the prayer the parish priest at the time who was like still in awe and like in a daze drove us home and 
I kid you guys not, two days later, in that same week, this happened on a Sunday, I think by maybe, maybe by the Wednesday or so, that car was found a few cities over and a few Sundays over. The priest used that as a sermon. And he said that as Christians, we are told to practice faith and to lean into God. But, you know, even he as a priest was inspired by the level of faith that he saw my mom exhibit. And I want to thank you, mommy, because you know, I know a lot of people who default to different things. Like, you know, this is not even from a place of judgment, but you know, there are a lot of people in this world who do drugs. There are people who drink themselves stupor when life hits. And there are people who smoke and there are people who do indulge in all kinds of craziness. But you've taught me to pray when life hits. And when I say life hits, like life hits and you know just learning to really stay in continuous prayer and stay in active prayers i don't even want to speak for anyone else but that's something that you have taught me i just want to thank you for who you are to me who you continue to be to me and i just i love you mommy baby <laughs> it's time for the affirmation of the episode yeah! Repeat after me. I am grateful for my mom, for all of the love she's shown me, and the lessons she has taught me. One more time. I am grateful for my mom, for the love she has shown me, and for the lessons she's taught me. Awesome. Send this to your mom today. Mwah. Now it's time for my auntie. I say my auntie because it's like my race to the power of two because auntie in Igbo means my auntie, right? But that my, when I call, I always say my auntie because I just, you know, it's almost like that, like double attachment. But auntie, my auntie is the matriarch of my family on my mom's side. And it's so fascinating because she's the second to the last born. My mom is the baby of her siblings and my auntie, auntie is like right before her. So these are the two babies of the family who we've seen step up in ways that continue to blow all of our minds. And you know, my auntie went to school here in New York, got her degrees, insisted she was moving back to Nigeria because she wanted to be closer to my grandma. And my auntie is a force to be reckoned with. And I say this because like Nigeria, even to this day, whether we want to admit it or not, it's very tribal in the sense that people really stick within their clusters. I mean, yes, people venture out, but for the most part, people stick within their clusters. And my auntie has always been someone to just go beyond her comfort zone. Early on when she was here in school, she was one of those few black students in all of her classes. And then, you know, moving back to Nigeria, she never worked in like an evil dominated state. You know, she worked in Potakot and then Wari and Lagos and then, you know, was one of the first people people to move to Abuja and actually work. And she worked at NNPC, like the biggest or one of the biggest corporations in Nigeria at the time. And I think even till date. And she was just always that either the first woman or the first evil person or even the only evil person in that space. And when I say that she would do it, and I guess I didn't realize the magnitude or the significance of what this was until years ago. We were in Enugu, she was visiting, 
and one of our uncles like asked her randomly like oh where are you now and she said she was in abuja and he was like oh that you've worked in worry you've worked in lagos like you know and he's like as an Igbo man that he's never worked outside of his Igbo state and you know my auntie was like don't you know that the world is a global village and <laughs> It was the first time I've ever heard that, but there was something about that that stuck. And now that fast forward, like, you know, decades after that conversation, whereas, you know, working here in corporate America and just finding that sometimes I'm the only black person in that room, sometimes I'm the first black person in that room, I channel my auntie a lot, especially in my professional life, because I've seen her just be independent. My auntie can be and be happy. Like, not just be. My auntie has a confidence and she's like, I'm phased. But like, this woman is, when I say a force to be reckoned with, like, not only did she navigate the corporate ladder, but she rose ranks the entire time, retired honorably. And, you know, even in her retired state, like, you know, she owns her shop and her business and she's just always known how to be happy like my auntie is the biggest advocate of just finding what makes you happy and being happy and just like thank god always be happy always and this is something that i don't want to speak for my siblings because we all have our stories but when it comes to unconditional love like love for nieces love for nephews my auntie has always been that exemplar for me because she never treated me like a niece she always treated me like she gave birth to me and i use a few stories but my favorite is when my cousins my auntie when they lived in worry we went to visit and you know i got sick with malaria and it didn't start today. When I'm sick, just like now, when I'm sick, I would hide it or try to hide it. And I was just in my corner, not really as jovial as I usually am because I'm usually at a thousand. And when you see me at 10, you know, so my auntie's like, are you okay? I said, I'm fine. And you know, just by happenstance, she touched my neck. And of course I had a fever. She took me to the clinic and you know after they ran tests and all whatnot and please i want you to know that this is after her long day at work coming back at the time like give or take 7 8 p.m we drove to the clinic after they ran tests they found out that i had malaria and she unfazed on calm just okay what does she need what antibiotics are you giving her my auntie knew that i was allergic to sulfur she told them and they told her that i didn't need to stay at the clinic but they told her that i would need to go back for a few days to get my antibiotic shots and my auntie after her long day at work will come back have dinner with us and then after that she would take me herself to the clinic to get my antibiotic shots you know the older we are the more we reflect i think my uncle said at one time that one of the biggest blessings of getting older is reflection is less judgment and and just in that reflection realizing Again, when you work a full day and having to deal, like there were so many people in the house that she could have asked to take me to the clinic to get my shots, but she did it by herself. And you know, everything from my first cell phone to just even traveling. Oh my God. Like, you know, when it comes to traveling, my auntie is the biggest influence on how I travel. Like if my mom is the biggest influence on like my fashion choices and everything, like my auntie is my biggest influence on how I travel. Like 
you know, going back to what she said about the world being a global village, I travel a lot by myself because of that. In fact, in Barbados, a few weeks ago when I was celebrating my birthday, there was a couple who asked me like, you know, wow, you're traveling by yourself. Like, how do you do it? And immediately I recited what my auntie told me, which is like, the world is a global village. You know, when you realize that the world is a global village, like you can actually go into more spaces with confidence and go there from a place of love, not a place of apprehension and just go and have a good time i tell people all the time she bought me my first cell phone like again going back to there's nothing i would tell her or i would vent to her about on a corporate side that she hasn't experienced in some way shape or form and she's so giving with the wisdom and knowledge she has because at the end of the day she says it all the time that you have to know your history because at the end of the day history is bound to repeat itself and yo I cannot gush about my auntie and my mommy baby enough because everything good in me is because of them. So I want to say happy Mother's Day to you, mommy. Happy Mother's Day to you, auntie. And I can imagine their faces watching this because it's like, what is wrong with this kid? I used to get so emotional on Mother's Day because, you know, I'm surrounded, a lot of my friends are mothers and I always pray to honor God through motherhood. You know, it's something I still pray for. But something about a few years ago, I think it was like in the middle of the pandemic, there was a switch because I called one of my friends who had lost their mom in the pandemic. And after call, like I called my mom, I called my auntie and I called my friend. After that, I had the luxury of calling my mom back to just just I'm able to call my mom and you know I'm blessed that my mom is still here she's alive she's healthy she's well and it's something that I don't take for granted I don't take the fact that I still have the opportunity to create memories to build memories with these women so I stay all of that to state that happy mother's day mommy and Tim. I love you both so much I don't get it right I don't get it right but you people continue to show that and I just want to thank you and I pray to God that God blesses me to bless you and you both deserve the world the world the entire universe and I work hard because I want you to be proud of me and I pray that God keeps you long and strong that you guys continue to stay healthy because we all have plans, the best plans for all of you. I want to thank you for loving me unconditionally. I want to thank you for teaching me. You're still teaching me. I'm still learning. You're still praying for me. I want to thank you for tuning in. <laughs> I want to thank you for everything you do. And guys, this is your sign. Take this as your sign to call your mom, call your mother figure, call whoever it is who has influenced in your life to wish her the happiest Mother's Day. It is a gift to have our moms or our mother figures. If you have friends who've lost their moms, do your best to reach out to them just to check in to see how they're doing. Because if there's anything I've learned over the years is that regardless of how long ago their mom may have passed, how long it's been, it's still a hard day. So appreciate them. Husbands, appreciate your wives. Thank you guys for tuning in. Feel free to share this episode with your mom and use that as an excuse if you need an excuse 
to reconnect do something incredible to the extent that you can if you like this remember to like subscribe and share with a friend until next time thank you so much everyone for tuning in and stay on your matter goodbye my name is Alma Tucker Adewale. My name is Stacey Ann Taylor. My name is Monty Brian Pebble. My name is Obin Odenewo. My name is Lisa. My name is Cassie. My name is Dr. Joan Samuels Dennis, and I am on the matter. I am on the matter. And I am on the matter. And I'm on the matter. I am on the matter. And I am on the matter. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share with us.